Welcome back guys to episode 4 of Scrubbed In. You're joining me and Abdul and we're going to be today talking about essentially the first week of medical school. So Abdul, let's take it away with how did you feel when you first actually got the offer to study medicine? Um, wow, you went straight into it, man. Straight in, straight in. Um, so, so, you know, from what I can remember, you know, the way you obsess over UCAS, every time you get a notification, you kind of log in to see if it's a rejection, mm-hmm. if it's an interview. So having done my interview at King's, um, I remember logging in, you get the notification to UCAS, um, and it wasn't an evening, um, like a, f- a month or two after my interview, so it's towards, you know, the summer. And I remember getting this notification, and as soon as you open the interview, it, it says accepted. Yeah, like, off congratulations. Off. Yeah, you has got one of them ones, yeah, yeah. provision offers, and... Yeah boy your head that spins do you know what i mean <laughs> like it's like you don't realize how hard you've worked until that moment in time yeah. and then it all makes sense and it's like all the dots have connected and you look back so you're, you're it's a surreal moment like i don't know what to think and i remember seeing the offer like congratulations and it gives you the course details all these yeah. and bobs and these are your requirements and these are your days you need to respond back so and so, so you know you're grateful to god you know how you, you've you've done it and then at the time you know, I don't know if you remember, like, I was in a small, you know, two-bedroom flat in London, and only my dad was him, so I kind of went to him, and I told him, Dad, look, you know what, I've got yeah. offer, I'm going to become a doctor. Bear in mind, this is someone who wanted me to work. Yeah. In his hand, he had that pivot moment, and he thought, my son's made it. You, you know, <laughs> he just thought, you know, you, you get the offer, and then you're a doctor within a week or two, and you're going to kill it. You're going to earn so yeah. much money, right? So he's <laughs> just thinking, in his yeah, eyes. so he's thinking, my son's a doctor, right? And he's like, we need to tell everyone, yo, well done. Mm. By the time my mom was at home, so she was out, you know, teaching. And I remember when she came home and I was just so excited to tell her. Because um, it's all surreal, right? It's all Mm-mm. what if, what if. And then it becomes, I can now. It's yeah. happening, it's reality. And I remember I told her and she was just like super grateful immensely. And I still remember to today, like she said something. She said, you know, well done on getting into med school. But yeah. the important thing is you're grateful, but keep your head down and get out of medical school and become a doctor. And she's Mm -hmm. like, the journey begins now. So, you know, make the most of it. And in that moment, I think, I realized that, do you know what? It's a reality, it's starting to become true that I can now truly make a difference. And as you'd imagine with most things, it probably took me a few days to finally realize that, do you know what? I've done it. I've got an opportunity to study medicine. Mm. And I want to go for it. Awesome. Yeah, man, I've never kind of told anyone about it. Even right now, you're feeling emotional. Yeah, man. You're like, emotional, man. Yeah, man. Like, um, no, it was, you know what? It was a good moment. Um, you're going to start crying now. Yeah, and then obviously, and I remember I'm kind of calling everyone up and saying, you know, my son's going to be a yeah. doctor and everyone's, you know, and, and in the Asian household, regardless if you're a doctor or not, as soon as you're a medical student, you are a doctor. You're a doctor, that's So it. you're referred to as a doctor, and, you know, and I I enjoyed those few days. Mm, um, mm. But then, you know, it's exam season, so you kind of buckle down, and I had something to work to now. And I yeah. think, you know, as you may have gathered, I was neither here nor there. I was really on it, motivated to do it, but at the same time, I didn't really care too much if I didn't do well. But now I had a goal to work towards, and I knew that, you know, head down, smash yeah. the exams, get into med school. Um, yeah, man, how was yours? I don't think we ever talked about your one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so again, same thing as you. So, I think we had a date for when the offers were being released. Mm. And I remember UCAS being UCAS, and um, it's how it is within the systems. It's always late, isn't it? Uh, I remember finding out around 1 a.m. or something like that. Yeah, they did that. It's always 11. Yeah, it was in the night. Why is it so late? Anyways, um, 
So yeah, I saw those words, congratulations. And um, you know that feeling of like, it's like a sinking feeling inside. Yeah, yeah. Like, how can this be true? Like, yeah. like again, the concept of coming from the working class background, mm. living in a two-bedroom flat, mm. when being the first to go to university, um, it's like, really? Like, mm. I've got a place to study medicine amongst all of the our peers who mm. have a sort of uh, really prestigious background yeah. to be amongst those. Um, so I just remember a sinking feeling and it took a while to process. I read it several times over. Yeah. I thought it was a fake. I was checking you, it. You never checking, believe it's you, isn't it? I was checking my emails. I was checking UCAS. I was logging in everywhere to make sure it all matched up. And that sinking feeling just lasted for about, I'd say, two minutes. And it was like the longest two minutes of my life because it was like, wow. Right? And... Genuinely, I genuinely had tears of joy. Like my eyes teared up, and I had wow, tears man. of joy. And the thing is, it was just me alone in my room, so it was just me processing it all alone. And I felt overwhelmed. Like you can imagine, like it's a dream, right? At first, it started off as a maybe. Mm-hmm. Then it became a possibility. Mm-hmm. Then you sort of had conviction, and you said, "I will become a doctor." And when you see that conviction sort of bear fruits. And the fruits of opportunity open up, and then the fruits of a place op- open up, opens up. Just like I, I can become a doctor now. Um, yeah, man. and it just see, see uh, you're feeling the emotions yeah, that you I, felt, and I'm feeling it now. I think the funny thing with this, um, you know, I don't think people know as to reason as to why we did it. Um, with you know this whole podcast is yeah. not only to kind of like inspire people but show people like us from our background can, can go and make it yeah. not only in medicine other things and i don't think we've ever talked about this i know we've, exactly. we've you know we've been together for the last how many years but we've never kind of sat down and talked about this like, yeah, like how did you feel what because we didn't really talk about much before college and stuff like that um but just but yeah the man process of like feeling it all like, i can feel it all now so anyways after it sort of sort of sat, sank in and i sort of overcame that i was almost paralyzed anyways mm. I just remember so at the time we had loads of guests over and I just ran to my mum because my mum was the one that said to me you will become a doctor mm. don't I don't want to hear no plan B plan C yeah. I don't want to hear about this that and the other you said you want to be a doctor you're going to be a doctor become a doctor so I ran to my mum and I said mum I've got the place I've got the place mm. and she was just like well done just well done and you know you know how it is with Asian parents they won't really show you how happy they are oh. but then as soon as you go back into you no, can hear phone. them on the phone and screaming oh my god my son's got what, a what, place what do, what, what do you think about that you know like um same as me like yeah. my parents will never you know praise me in front of yeah, in front of me you know my mom you know she's always there to humble me and i think it's very good i need yeah. this type of thing but at the same time you know as you're going upstairs you can just hear them on the phone and he's like you know Thank God my son's amazing yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to medicine and they kind of tell the world about you. Yeah. you. What's your viewpoint on that? Do you think, you know, as Asians or like, you know, our parents, should we be more open with our children and kind of praise them in front of them or like, you know? Um, so you know what, thinking about that, that's actually a very important. I have a stance where I, I think it's good mm. and I think we need to do something else a bit better. So I'll start off with what's good about it. What's good about it keeps us rooted and grounded always. Yeah. We don't think we're invincible, mm. right? For example, I remember genuinely walking into the first day of med school and so forth and thinking, wow, I've got a string of A stars. I'm amazing. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a genius. I mm. remember it was a bit of, I think, a bit of arrogance creeped in. Yeah. Um, but then I remember just seeing individuals and 
the senior mentors that we'll mm. talk about later on. I remember seeing them and seeing them with the same as me and everyone else was the same as me, but they had greater accolades and I'm just thinking, yeah. I'm a no one. So I had to root myself back, root myself again. So I think our parents, what they do is by not sort of just sort of lifting us onto this sort of platform mm. of just invincibility, yeah. uh, it keeps us grounded and rooted and it, it drives us yeah. because we are constantly going for the next goal. Constantly going for the next accolade, the next project, the next publication. Mm. We want to go to America and everywhere else to mm. do all these different things. And I think it keeps you motivated, driven for even greater success. Yeah. That's what it does. And I think our parents, they don't even know that they're doing that. But I think it's something that they've refined possibly over generations where they know that the kid does that. I don't know. I'm not a parent, but... yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. No, There's something just, special to that to that technique. Yeah, no, I just um, remember that, like, um, yeah, it's always interesting. They never praise in front of your mom. Will be like, you know, she'll be like, "I'm really proud of you, happy." Yeah. Um, but they're screaming their heads off behind closed doors. Yeah, like, and, you know, and, I, and I remember, like, you know, we're currently doing up a house now, right? Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm, you know, fixing up the house, and I went to buy a surface recently. And you know, I'm going there, and you know, surface have you know, gone a lot yeah. expensive recently, right? They're not cheap now. And very my dad, my dad thought I made it six, seven years ago already, right? <laughs> so first he goes to the shop, you know, like he'll be like, we'll sit down, and you know, these are like fairly expensive. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he'll be like, yeah, my son's a doctor. Don't worry, credit check, exactly. credit's gonna go through. <laughs> and like, but he never, t- ever, I think to me has said congratulations on being a doctor. Yeah, like till today, I don't think he ever. Mm. Congratulated me like you know well done so you exactly, become a doctor. Yeah. Um, but to everyone else, but to like, everyone he's like yeah, um, and I know he's super proud of me. But I just thought you know it's quite interesting in terms of you know how parents you yeah. know. You know what interesting for for you though on graduation day. Yeah. Your mother couldn't hold it back because yeah. she just started weeping, didn't she? Yeah, I remember seeing when, you in the robe. Yeah, as soon as I came in the robe. Yeah. yeah. So you go early in the morning, and mom's a very emotional person, yeah. isn't it? So I remember I got the robe. And then I walked towards her, and as I was walking towards her, I remember she was just pouring out. She, she cried. Could, that was um, your congratulations. Yeah, and I think that in yeah. that moment in time, I know we're skipping so many years, but that, you know, it took us seven years, yeah. do you know what I mean, to kind of achieve that. And those were one of the reasons as to, you know, the fruits of your hard labor. Yeah. You know, not only do you get to become a doctor, you get to put a smile on your face. Exactly. Right? You know, we yeah. talked about the first few episodes. And today, that was probably the most, you know, proudest moment of my life, putting that smile on my mother's face. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Definitely, definitely. I think, um, importantly though, going back to that topic of why they do that as well, I think one thing slightly needs to change going forward. I, I do think we need to start celebrating our successes. Mm. Um, sometimes it's an ama- amazing feat for us, someone like people from our backgrounds especially, yeah. to get that place in med school. Yeah, It's almost like a Nobel Prize for us. Like yeah. the way I, Getting a med school place is like yeah. unbelievable. So I do think we need to celebrate these smaller successes uh, a little bit more, but at the same time, we we have to consciously be rooted. Yeah. So that's important. Where were we before going off the yeah, tangent? So, on, um, so we kind of talked about our reactions, um, and we were, you know we we're both extremely happy, and it was a surreal experience. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. fast forward, how was you know? Wait, taste today. Oh, what taste today, bro? I, I'll be honest, I didn't go Did to no taste today. I I ignored everything. <laughs> I got the congratulations. <laughs> <you know. laughs> I knew what it. to do. And I was so scared that I didn't get an offer. I remember after I achieved the grades I wanted, I called. You know, you <laughs> call them. Place. Like, the clearing. Not clearing. I don't know what it is. You yeah. call them and you're like, you know, 
ne znam, do korijen, nisam doma grejšte, glasio vam alfa, and then like, yes, of course, yeah, yeah, happy alfa, well done, congratulations, we'll see you on the 11th of September. And so, even for us, like you mentioned, you know, because we're from such a background, this is so, you know, obscene for us, and you have to remember, right? We didn't want no day scripts yeah. to be there. Yeah, so like, not only are we the first people to go to university, at the same time, we're the first in our generation in yeah. a few generations to do medicine, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to understand, it's not only, you know, getting to university, taking yourself out of what you call the hood and whatever, you're doing university and plus you're doing medicine, so it's just yeah. a double whammy. Um, and I remember just calling on the day and I don't know if they thought I was clearing or whatever, I just had to confirm it. And Taste of it, that was not an yeah. for me, I didn't attend anything. Yeah, so I'm sorry we can't really give much on Taste of it, I didn't go either. I'm I mean, sure you can find it. Yeah, you yeah. can find it. Someone else website. will talk about it. Yeah. will talk I will about. find someone to tell you about Taste of right. Um So let's skip that, someone else can do that. Um, I think we should skip to the first week, yeah. the first day of med school. How was the first day of med school, man? Um, I just remember, right, the day before I got out my shirt and trousers, I was thinking, I have now joined the sort of elite. So I ironed my clothes out. <laughs> didn't I ironed it, and then I got my mum to iron <laughs> And you iron a second time to make sure every single tiny crease is out. So it was ironed twice, made sure it was dry cleaned. And yes, yeah, so I remember going in like really so smart, and uh, I saw you. <laughs> Should I tell them how you turned up? So, um, me being me, even till today, you know, yeah. I my baseline, I'm not wearing scrubs, and I, at work, you you know, you're running around with shirts and trousers, and it's all tucked in, and you know, my baseline clothes is trackies and hoodies, and yeah, these lot are annoyed at me because there's been so many times we went to restaurants after having meetings and whatnot, and because I'm in trackies and hoodies, they don't ask in, right? Because important this... startup meetings, <laughs> yeah. So we've been kicked out. We're, 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 we're having meetings with developers and whatnot, and you know. You know, developers are coming from abroad to joining these projects, yeah. and we're trying to take them to a fancy restaurant. And me and Trackers, they weren't gonna get in. Um, but you know, first day of med school, I didn't see it as any different. I knew it was a privilege and an honor to be there. But me being me, and you know, trying to be genuine, and I didn't want to pretend to be someone I wasn't because I didn't feel comfortable doing that. I rocked up late, and I rocked up in like trackies yeah. and a t-shirt and trainers. And I remember I walked into a room and I saw everyone super dressed and, you know, like, yeah, we're doctors. You know? And you picked me to sit yeah. next to you. So I had no one to choose, so I saw the the only Asian guy, which happened to be Abs, and there was a little seat next to him. So I thought, all right, cool. And I went and sat next to him. Yeah, bear in mind, the person you sit next to at university, for the people that apply and go to university, yeah. they will most probably be your closest, the people that exactly. you will probably spend the next six, seven years of your life with. And I remember I sat next to him, who was a complete opposite of me, yeah. very well dressed. Like, I'm credit to him, I've always been well dressed, even till today. Um, and I remember I sat next to him, and I don't know what he was thinking. I'll, I'll tell what, you what, what I was you thinking. Think? Right? Because I just so sat next to you, you're my you, friend. You have to be my friend. You remember, right? I ironed my clothes twice. I dry cleaned it. I made sure it was tucked in. I had a belt on, had shoes on. And then you turned up in your trackies and sat next. So I was just thinking, God, why is this guy comes sat next to me? I'm now amongst the the elite. Like he's gonna bring me down. And I just think, oh God. And then. Uh, Tell them what you started talking about. Uh, I remember, so, I don't know. So the people at that time, it was the, was it the Tottenham riots? Tottenham riots were going on at the time. And then, you know, they were vandalizing shops in there. Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was Oxford Street, loads West of stuff End. going on. And so we used to live kind of near central London. And we were, so obviously the aftermath was on our doorstep. And we mm-hmm. kind of saw what was happening. You know, bins were on fire. <laughs> and at the time, it was Ramadan as well, I remember. So yeah, we're fasting yeah. and, you know. Like for Muslims, they're praying in the, in the evening. So it was after that, and we're kind of looking around and, and like seeing the aftermath and this crazy madness. And I'm like excited, yeah. you know. You have to bear in mind, half my friends were like, you know. So 
the next time I'm going to see you, I sit next to this chap, um, and I'm like, bro, did you see what happened yesterday? And he probably thought, I don't know what, like, I was a riot or something. So, in my head, I was like, I don't want to be talking about anything antisocial, let's talk about biology, chemistry, and <laughs> physics. Right, and here you are talking to me about riots. I was like, this guy's lost, lost the plot. He's coming trackies and jeans and talking to me about vandalism. Yeah. Um, anyways, that was the first sort of day, I guess. Judgment I had on you. Um, and yeah, now. Um, <laughs> it was a funny time. <laughs> it was good because we got to meet lots of people that day, and you get to meet people, and it's exciting. And you realize that for me, you know. Outside, you know, anything outside zone one and two, I didn't regard as long. It was non-existent for me, really. And you meet yeah. lots of people from different, different parts of the country, different places in London, from different yeah. backgrounds, and that was good. And I remember, I'm someone that's quite, you know, I have my group of friends and I don't like to mix back then and mm. just be with them. And I'm that's it. He's gonna be my mate, no one else. And I remember there was this guy. <laughs> if he's watching, he knows who he is. He he's a chap, you know, that had the twenty-three or four work, different work experience. And he, what he did, he literally grabbed a chair and he went around. Do you remember? Rotating, he rotated around every single person. So he's sitting there, had a chat with them. And he's like, "My name's, you know," and I did it X, Y, and Z. Then he went to a different group, different group, different group, and me and I was just sitting there, and we're like, "Bro." We need to be like him. We yeah. we need. We need M- mind you, we actually did click straight away. Yeah, yeah. We, people thought yeah. we were okay. brothers or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, so um, I thought uh, we, were... we did actually click straight away, and we were like, "Wow, look at this guy! He's rotating around every single yeah. person, every single group, asking was... his names." This is the ideal doctor. This, yeah, this this, <laughs> this is, is a medical. Show. This is a medical. I don't think we, um, at the time we clicked, which is very good. I don't think we realized yeah. how similar backgrounds were. Yeah. Um, but we kind of saw everyone else, and we were like, you know, you kind of imagine oh, that's the typical medical student. And and like we're very close with all these people right now today, um, but yeah, it was a good time. And I remember telling him, bro, you know, this that's real socialising. That's networking. Yeah, that's, that how get, that's how you get. That's how you get to know everyone. <laughs> and and uh, he's probably you know thinking, why am I sat next to this this buffoon? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think so. That was the first day. What did we do? So I think oh, the first, first few weeks, day. it's like different societies and freshers. Oh yeah, fresh freshers fair. Did you did you go to freshers fair? Oh, freshers fair has changed my life. That I went and I didn't know. Oh. Uh, the, <laughs> there's Ryman store, isn't it? The, and they oh give you so God. many free stuff. What did you pick up? I remember so I took everything. I didn't look. I, I to this day, I, I won't buy this sort of paper. So, what hundred GSM paper? Yeah, like, they're very nice, high quality. Thick pad. I would only use it to make the best quality notes. I still have that paper left. Yeah. Right. I bought. I had that on Freshers for free. Um, but you get loads of good stuff on at the Freshers for don't you? you get loads of memory sticks. Stationary, Freshers phase one to go with a big rucksack. Definitely, man. Like, Freshers is really good. Um, you know, if we're being a bit serious, like um, you get to see all the different societies. Yeah, yeah. And you get to see, you know, all the different interests and hobbies, and you get loads of free stuffs, and you kind of see, you know, oh, this is interesting. Oh, I've always <laughs> wanted. I think for us, it opened up our eyes into things that we couldn't access at uni. So stuff like fencing, and you know, all these like. Like computer and yeah. gold casting societies and karate societies, all these things that you would never have access to. The backgrounds you came from were there, mm. and you know these horse people, riding, yeah, horse, like yeah, weird stuff. <laughs> I don't know about that, but like you know they had so many different societies, people doing so many different things, and you're just thinking, wow, you wow, know, wow, yeah, I can do this. University is a new life, yeah, and that's what it is. University yeah. is about opportunities, so different societies. Did you join any societies? I've, we joined uh, a few uh, together, but uh, we went to, together though, to them, didn't we? Do you remember? Remember the football trials? That was a good one yeah, we went to. Um, so that's a good story. So in fact, so so we obviously 
spent a long time revising in our bedroom and not really working on our fitness. And we randomly decided to turn up to the first team football trials, right? And um, they get us to run. Yeah. And they get us to run and run and run. Yeah. <laughs> Did we make yeah. any team? <laughs> we didn't even get a There was six teams yeah. available. <laughs> we didn't make a, and <laughs> And our one friend that came with us, yeah. he managed to get into the second team as well. Yeah. Didn't he? he was good. He was a he, good footballer. He really good. He's a really good footballer, though, isn't he? Um, um, so basically, I just remember turning up and not being able to kick the ball the way I wanted. And yeah, because you imagine, you, yeah. you know, when you play in the end, you play in this little concrete pitch, and you're really good, and then you rock up here yeah. with this heavy profile. And you're one of those kickers that yeah. had ninety nine curl. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and my fitness was off till today. My fitness is off, um, but I remember. We failed a football trials, but I didn't tell you. you know, I also went to a badminton trial, by the way. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went to. Ba- I love playing um, a lot of badminton. Did you college. get destroyed by yeah. one of our mates just yeah. recently? Yeah, yeah. So come. So in badminton, you know, we used to play in college badminton. You know, me, Avzo, Kiel, one of these mm. people that are close friends of mine that are watching. We used to play a lot, and we enjoyed it. And I was quite good. But then I went to university and it's that whole, you know, big fish in a small pond. And yeah, then yeah, like yeah. You're, you're just a little, you're, you're, just, you're just like a, a prawn. You're yeah. a prawn <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, we were, I got destroyed so bad on the court. Today is the first time I told anyone I did the badminton trial and I didn't get in. I didn't know that. <laughs> Bro, I got annihilated. And I went by myself for, oh, do you know what? I'm going to be really good. I'm going to get in. I'm going to see what I'm I, I did so bad I didn't tell anyone to today. But, um... <laughs> I think if anything you take from this is there's so many different societies and then we'll mm-hmm. probably talk about the ones that we found beneficial and that kind of molded us to who we are today but there's so many different societies outside of medicine that mm. would encourage you to join especially when you go to university um, and we kind of talk about the things you can gain from society but you know if you've genuinely got some interests and passions that you had to put on hold while studying for exams you can start doing it music you know music coding design yeah. tech cook the, if you can think of a society, I assure you, there is a society with other like-minded people doing it. Or you can it. build one. You, you can build can make exactly. your own society. Yeah, if you we, build, did that. Yeah. we did that. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so those, those are the stories of, of failing epically at trials. and We were just not made for football, I think. I think we were made for football. In, we fact, have... we, in fact, remember the UCL game? Yeah. So anyways, I organised a match, a football match, right? 11 aside against UCL. And what happened was that I was a captain of the team. And what I did was, I think... Halfway through the match, I decided to substitute Abdullah. So I sort of took off my midfielder and I subbed on Abdul. Anyways, he got on at one end of the football pitch. And he decided to, because at the time we had the ball and we were sort of going towards the opponent's goal, striking. And he decided to run the whole length of the 11 aside field. And he ran right the way past the opposing net. And I can see him signalling that he's come back off. And he literally substituted on, ran the length of the pitch and substituted himself back off. Bro, <laughs> that was it. That was the whole game, his, his whole game, basically. Nah, uh, my yeah. fitness was appalling. Um, but do you know what? Like, we played, you know, we got, we ended up having massive friend circles at university. Yeah, we played with it. each other and we enjoyed it a lot. And I think outside of medicine, societies and football and mm-hmm. going out was the reason as to why a lot of our friends we became close and yeah, we kind definitely. of got through medicine together um, yeah so I don't think you know. do you remember Freshers Week? yeah Freshers Week 
Yeah. <laughs> Freshers Week. Freshers Week was good. It was good. We, I mean, we went to loads of events and, and meet and greets and all these greets and stuff. Um, but I think I know you're talking about remember the one, the one day. Yeah. The one day that we had. So yeah, there was this one day, right? That um, I remember we were sitting in New Hans House. Do you remember? Yeah. Right. And we just thought it was coming to the end of Freshers Week, right? And we saw so many people around us, so many of our peers, right? Going to different clubs and parties and things. And being Muslim, of, of course, um, it's not simply allowed uh, to go to these clubs in this sort of environment. And it's not personally our scene at all. Mm. Uh, but I remember we just thought we're in a different environment for the first time in our lives. And we were just like, do you want to go? It's just like you see so many people having fun and it's like yeah. we've done everything except this one thing where you go out and drinking. And we just had that look. We just looked yeah. at each other and like, that's it. We're going to yeah. go tonight. Yeah, you know, just to have a look. Even just yeah, to, just have a look. I remember yeah. saying, "Let's go have a look." We we'll put rules in place. Yeah, we're like, we put rules in place. Let's go have a look. We're not gonna uh, drink. We're not gonna do yeah. anything. But there were a few problems. I remember. Yeah. I remember saying, "But Abdul, yo, um, I need to be home before ten. Yeah. My mom's not happy if I come yeah. home really late." Yeah. <laughs> which club? Yeah, yeah, we didn't <laughs> know nothing. Um, which club? We didn't have to get there for a daytime um, event. And I remember it was just like it's just like we had the look. Yeah. And I think it's probably a bit difficult to explain. It's just without saying anything, we just looked at each other and it was like a eureka moment for both of us. Like, right, yeah. the last thing we need to do is to get the most freshest week, we're going to hit this club, chill all night. <laughs> and I think, luckily, lots of things or obstacles were put in place, you know, for he had to get home. We didn't really have a car to get there. And, and you know. Y- you know what? It's, it's the concept of fitting in. I think we're so fixated on wanting to fit in that we're willing to compromise sometimes our own principles. I think we came to that situation of, mm. we were in a new environment. We weren't around the same type of people yeah. that we were around at school or college. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. And I think we wanted to fit in, but thankfully and gratefully, as we said in previous episodes, and we always keep on banging on about mentors, mentors, mentors. So what happened was we found, not in fact, they found us. So within the Islamic society, we had these sort of senior mentors that just took us under their wings. And these guys I remember they were just they were amazing in all senses in the sense that they helped develop us in the academic terms in terms of developing ourselves to become competitive and go on for publications and produce sort of research that is really sort of um, groundbreaking and so forth whilst also going on to ensure we're having we're sort of fitting into the community having a a good social support network Mm. and just generally they were there for us to guide us and sort of give us good Sort of, um, sort of mentorship, isn't it? Yeah, I think mentorship. it was. Yeah, not only mentorship for me, um, it was. And just going back quickly, like the whole, this is a new environment. You're at university, and bear in mind for me, a lot of my friends didn't go to university. My best yeah, mate yeah, couldn't yeah. get into medicine, so he had to retake the year. The vast majority of the kids I grew up with, you know, they're then what you call the ends, the hood, or whatever you want to call it, exactly, doing their own yeah. thing. And there's this pressure on you to fit in, like you know, I need to act in a certain way, I need to dress in a certain way, I need to behave in a certain way. Um, but the beauty of it all was, you know, as part of the Islamic society, these oldest mentors, and I'd also say they were like older brothers that we didn't have. Yeah, exactly. So the individuals that had done the lectures, the clinical years, the placements, and they were someone that could rely on, and they could, you know, I didn't feel like I was doing this all by myself again. I felt like, you know, yeah. I had arms and my other mates, and these olders 
or mentors rather that guided you and like you know these are the lectures you need to go to this is what you need to do these are the extracurricular stuff mm. these are the, the things you need to do for publications these are the courses you need to attend etc and, and we'll probably give you you know a bit of breakdown of the different aspects to all of that yeah you know? and i think we might have a dedicated whole episode on mm-hmm. how to get the most out of medical school yeah definitely. but uh, you know we just probably want to thank them and we're super grateful for these mentors and older brothers that we exactly had. i mean it it just emphasizes the the importance that you stick to who you are and you don't compromise your principles and you don't sort of just do something that and become something that you're not i think we found ourselves within that community we fitted in to the whole medical school i think mm. we began to just fit in we we stuck to our principles we grew within our own faiths mm. we grew academically we grew in our own sort of uh, hobbies and interests in startups and then generating extra projects and doing community work and charity work i think that's who we are yeah. i think that's who we are and we're looking back that's such a funny story for yeah. to just one day I think, think that one we'll, night it's probably the difference yeah. right that one night you know who yeah. knows we could have went that night and missed out on meeting you know yeah, these, like, these mentors and you know we could end up in a whole different path but um, yeah. yeah definitely you know yeah, so that that it's a society definitely that we are very thankful for, and it's in all dimensions. Yeah, not just religion. Yeah, and not just religion. religion. And and to be fair, the, a lot of these mentors, even like AMS, they were like first centre students. They were at the top of the year. They were at the forefront of research. They were at the forefront of community projects and society work. Um, so I definitely encourage all the individuals that are currently at university yeah. that are going to go to university see these different societies that may seem, do you know what, it's maybe a religious only society. And you know we're speaking from a point of view with we ourselves built and did yeah, like medical exactly. journal societies and academic societies, so we know how it works. Yeah, and would say we probably had a lot more benefit from these societies. And you have you know olders, mentors, brothers, and you know all these people that you can go out and have fun with. Um, so definitely, definitely look into it. Yeah, look into it. and and I think every society has spin-offs. You get loads of societies that then form academic societies mm. and. They're, they're all open they're all lovely i remember going to the rugby society and they had an academic mm. sort of um, workshop lessons where their sort of um, senior rugby players who mm. were doctors at the time came in to deliver lectures so i think every single society has their own spin-off which attracts loads of different people um so it's great it's absolutely great so that's pretty much the first week can mm. you think of anything else in the first week that we did which was i think we've covered it to be fair we probably could talk forever yeah um but i think it'd be nice to kind of wrap off on that note um, yeah um three tips then for the for the guys that will or the guys who have secured mm. sort of their place at medical school and they're going into their first week um, um well what, definitely what would say it's definitely going to be a new experience you know, you're going to meet so many different and amazing and wonderful people. Um, go out, get involved. Um, you never know the people you meet that day or in the coming weeks will probably be friends you have for the rest of your lives and you will end up doing lots of different projects outside of medicine with them. Um, but I'd say don't worry too much about fitting and be you. You know, mm-hmm. be as you are. Don't worry about changing yourself. You know, I was very conscious of the way I spoke, very conscious of, you know, I, dread, you know, I came into uni with trackies and t-shirts and whatever. But at the back of my head, it was still there. And the only reason I didn't come to uni dressed because I found it uncomfortable. I found it more uncomfortable dressing in formal wear than I did in trackies. But at the back of my head, it was still there. And try find mentors. Seek them out. Seek out older medical students or seek out older students in general. They don't need to be medical students. 
and you know have them as a role model and join the different societies because I show you the skills you will pick up from these will be beneficial for you not only as a doctor but in yeah. other aspects of your life mm-hmm. um, so if you want to you know um, so my top three pieces of advice would be number one right don't sort of compromise your own principles and what who you are right you what you will find is that you will naturally fit in to the community at med schools right I think a lot of people maybe from particularly our sort of backgrounds mm. because we've never been in that sort of environment where we're sort of apprehensive and anxious about will we fit in and that was one of my fears and I think by just sticking to who you are and being genuine to who you are you will fit in number two um, I think definitely societies and at freshers fairs and it's a great opportunity to do things that we could never do and we never had access to horse riding was one of those things mm. fencing and these other sports that we never got a chance to do I think it's a great opportunity um, and number three I'm gonna say in fact the same piece of advice that I think we've actually said in the first three episodes is seek out mentors seek out people that can help you grow in the different sort of um, dimensions of your own life in your if you have a faith your own faith your sort of academics your sort of um, interests and hobbies and if you want to pick up different hobbies and how to grow in all of those different dimensions um, I think that's about it for this episode isn't it Abdul yep um, you know I think we've mentioned what we want mm-hmm. to talk about really um, so let's wrap it up then isn't it so I think that's the end of episode 4 um, next week we will be talking about what we're going to be talking about we'll figure out something um, but it's probably okay. I don't know <laughs> we haven't scripted it so um, this just, is literally raw and uncut right so um, we're just freestyling it um, we, you know there's certain things we know we want to talk about certain things that will be beneficial um, but a lot of it is just you know me and I'm just coming together it's just to be fair it's opportunity for me and I'm to meet yeah. you know in our busy schedules just to catch up on work really and exactly. how we're doing um, so we'll definitely have something amazing tuned in you know for next week for you guys so tune yep. in um, and you can also listen to the audio which will be available yeah. um, and once again if you've got anything you want us to talk about anything you're you know worried about or you want to reach out to us we're more than happy all the details are down below exactly just send us an email and let us know if you'd like us to discuss anything particular or any questions that you have we'd be happy to answer I guess um, see you next week otherwise